0: welcome to much more much here with pup Duffy and Carol Lane, an aunt imagination production guys I am here with director and animator Scott Bateman his film 5000 space aliens will be out uh, November 21st it's coming from freestyle digital media is it going to be digital and on demand
1: yes it is and also there will be a DVD available starting on that date <laughs> from Amazon and Barnes and Noble and uh, wherever else one gets DVDs these days.
0: That's cool. I love, we are seeing a bit of a resurgence, especially, I think the indie filmmakers are kind of like heading this charge of let's get back to tangible, you know, items from the film that we love that we can have, and not have this, yes.
1: you
0: know, forever on, on, you know, streaming platforms, necessarily. So I think that's really cool. So that's all going to happen on November 21st. This film, yeah. there's no dialogue. I mean, it says a lot. <laughs> <Let's-> <laughs> Um, and I feel like as a viewer, the message that each individual uh, viewer gets might be different. And this is from found footage. This is old photographs, 100-year-old photographs uh, from a, a site. Psych- yeah. And you <laughs> used your incredible talent and you've animated them and you whacked them out a bit. So take me into first uh, your background in animation and then how you got into filmmaking, which is exciting, guys. I want you to. Wait till you hear how he's funded his films, but go ahead. How did you get into
1: it? (laughs) Well, well, first, let me explain the film real quick to people because it's a weird one. It's kind of a one of a kind thing that's never really been seen before. Um, It's called 5,000 Space Aliens. Um, It's 5,000 little one second animated portraits of people basically doing things and it just um and it was uh, set to music so it's not narrative or ha- has no dialogue but you just sit back and you just like watch this great visual thing wash over you with the music going it's a lot of fun um how did i get my start in filmmaking oh my goodness um you know i've, I've really uh i've been i learned animation back in the 90s uh the old-fashioned way where you draw like uh, hundreds and hundreds of little drawings on paper. And then you take it to a someone's someone who has a 16 millimeter camera that points straight down this big device. And you just um, you know, put one in, click, put one in, click. And then you get the film back three weeks later and it's all overexposed. <laughs> and that's that's how I learned to do animation. But um but I was able to go digital when flash and stuff like that came about like 20 years ago. And that was, that made animation a lot easier for everybody. And so, and I did a lot of flash animation for websites like slate and salon and stuff. And it was, that was a great time to be in animation. And then, you know, in the 2010s, I really wanted to try to make um, a live action film. So to, to combine kind of live action with some of the animation as well, but you know but you know it kind of remained a dream because i had no money to really make a film like that so then i um found myself going on to who wants to be a millionaire (laughs) and uh i also like a day i won a hundred thousand dollars that day and um that's that that that's a fun day when that happens i'll tell you that and <laughs> went out and celebrated and I said, I'm going to use like 10% of this or so to, to, to try to make a film of some sort, a low budget film of some sort. And I did. And then um, my second film I funded when I uh, went on Jeopardy in one, uh, one game. Nice. Um, ended up winning like $30,001. That's <laughs> like the great thing about Jeopardy is that you get that extra dollar or something when you wager correctly. And um that was another fun day but it allowed me to make a film kind of a um, autobiographical film about uh, suffering from depression and that which got some attention as well so when it came time to make another movie we're getting to this one <laughs> basically at that point i had spent all that money and i really wanted to make another movie but i didn't know how i was going to fund it and i thought well you know why don't i just tr- go back to my animation roots and just try to make a film like basically just all by myself they don't have to pay me and i don't have to pay actors or anything like that i can just use uh found footage from online and turn it into animation i can find old photographs online and turn those into collages that move around and just all kinds of the, all, all the great stuff you can find online that's in the public domain which is fantastic and so i ended up uh trying to make and i and i'd already had this idea in mind you know, from editing other projects, I I'd found like this one second shot rhythm is um, really hypnotic for an audience. I think it just really just kind of keeps your attention, and you just don't know what you're going to see next. And I just wanted to see if that could work as a feature film, and so kind of combined all of these ideas together to make Five Thousand Space Aliens, and I think people are liking it, which is fantastic.
0: Uh, it's about 86 minutes long about an hour and 26 minutes yeah sound like a, not the stupidest question I probably have asked the stupidest question in my life but a stupid question is there 5,000 images is that where the name comes from
1: yes 5,000 seconds is exactly 83 minutes and 20 seconds you throw in some opening and closing credits you got an 86 minute movie and <laughs> um yeah I had to, had to do math to make this movie oh my god uh, <laughs> but you know yeah i wouldn't want to do ten thousand because that would be like you know two and a half hours and that's way too long for this but a hey, hey, this this is a i like short movies and this is a, just a nice good short movie you watch it with your friends it's great
0: well imagine if the math ended up being like four thousand three hundred ninety-one, and you'd be like that sounds awful <laughs> <Found it up. laughs> that's
1: not a that's not a round number <laughs> who, who wants to see that
0: Some people mispronounce when they're, you know, trying to find it. 43, no, no, 43, ah, ah, 5,000.
1: 400, was it 400,000? What was it again? (laughs) Oh no, I can't find it. Do we
0: square it? Is it cubed? I don't understand it. Why is X?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Carry carry the two and.
0: (laughs) uh... Right. But aside from the math and the incredible animation and let's just not sleep on public domain properties. (laughs) You can get some good music there. You can get, Crazy images. I did an interview,
1: yeah,
0: a couple years ago, and I found the coolest, most perfect song to kind of go in the intro from Public Domain. So don't sleep on it. It might be hundreds of years old, but it's still cool. Okay,
1: yeah, you have to kind of look around for it, but that's it's worth the search. I mean, I found a um on the Flickr Commons, which is just you know museums and stuff putting up their stuff for people to use, no matter how, however they want to use it. There was I found a photographs from this old venezuelan photo studio from like the 1950s and just people dressed up you know for their their photos and uh just the the hairstyles the suits the uh, clothes are just amazing and the facial expressions are wonderful i used several of those throughout the movie as well um yeah just so much great stuff
0: well what's what's insane is someone watching the film that doesn't necessarily know it's it's roots or it's backstory or it's you know it's it's construction might be like wow thinking you dress those people you you made that setting you found that old Folgers bottle if they don't know <laughs> that so a lot of work went into it let's not you know let's not be <laughs> be crazy a lot of work went into the film but they would think that there was a team of like hundreds behind it and it oh, was yeah
1: yeah just just me yeah and that's uh that 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 was the fun of making the film was just like finding all this stuff and then um putting it through various um to, to make basically to make old found footage and found photographs look like animation so putting it through a lot of stuff in um uh, photoshop to give it jazz it up give it color um distort uh, things and also using found footage the cool thing about it is that you can like um focus i mean i could um zoom in on people who were like in the background of shots and use those people instead of like the main person in the shot because sometimes they're just doing crazy gestures or making a funny facial expression and it's just magical to be able to go back and use these this old footage but also to like find the people in the background who never thought they would be the focus
0: right someone that's like picking their nose or shooting the bird
1: <laughs> right yeah. right it's just bystanders in the background of something that somebody filmed as a whole movie in the 1930s.
0: And especially, like, the colorization part of it is something that's kind mm-hmm. of fascinated me. Like, I mean, uh, let's talk about The Wizard of Oz. Let's talk about... But yeah. More, there's certain YouTube channels that find old, like, parades from Berlin or from, you know, here, and they colorize it, and it's kind of... I don't know. It makes it seem, like, more real as a viewer because it's like when it's black and white it's like oh that's old nothing to do with me yes but you know like a flush in their cheeks or you know see that well they colored their hair blonde or whatever it was it's kind of like oh wow okay this is more real this is not just history
1: anymore well there was that recent uh peter jackson film maybe two years ago where he found old world war one footage and colorized and cleaned it up so it looked like it was just been shot and it really brought to life um, the, those times in a way that had never really been done before. Very cool.
0: Right. And it, it does open a lot of doors. Like, for instance, that uh, if you had, old, you know, old World War II or Vietnam footage or something, instead of actors pretending like they're storming a beach, you get that actual footage.
1: That's cool. <laughs> it's amazing to see. Yes.
0: Well, you mentioned uh, a minute ago. You mentioned the the one second shots and how it's kind of hypnotic, and it is one of the things. Like I thought as I was watching it, because it's quick. There's there's little words, like every so often there's words or it says something, and it's so quick, it's almost subliminal. So I was yeah, like, yeah. My mistake was trying to attach a concrete meaning <laughs> to what I was seeing. It's like. <laughs> Is it fake beauty? Is it this? Is it? I said, girl, sit back. Just watch it because it's freaking cool. Like, I could see this in a theater. In the theater, there's a big cloud of smoke. (laughs) 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 I could
1: see that happening.
0: Cruising, you know. Hopefully not tripping too many balls. Cruising and just enjoying the colors and the lights and the flashes. And I don't know. It's just, it's such a freaking cool concept. I just can't.
1: Yeah, here's the interesting th- thing about uh, what you just referred to. Um, one of the film festivals that played at was uh, in New York city, the psychedelic film festival. There you go. And uh, the audience was just really loving it. And then after you know, there was a Q and a afterwards and, People were asking, well, what psychedelics do you recommend I use before I put the smoothie on? I'm like, um, a good one? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't make it with that in mind, but it does lend itself to that or, or you know, to couch lock where weed is legal.
0: Right. I mean, you're like, I don't know, Benadryl? I, I just- <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Right
0: whatever floats
1: i just i just said i don't know shrooms i've heard of that okay
0: (laughs) well and it's also i hate kind of that it's not coming out till november 21st because i think it's also something that could be cool like if you have it on your big screen tv if you're having like a halloween party or just any party on it it's more than just a film it's more than just like whatever message the person's trying to get from it it's also it's an experience i guess
1: yeah, it's it's kind of meant to be a ride instead of a, a narrative. It's more like just our like going onto a roller coaster or something like that. And it's still fun, but it's not telling a story. Which I I kind of something I've been really into lately are films that are entertaining but not necessarily storytelling. And this and also films like that allow people to kind of bring their own they can make up a story to it if they want to, which would be fascinating to hear about. And yeah, and also, like you said, with A Party, it is a, a film that really works well if you're seeing it with a group of people. There's, there's a bunch of people in the room. It's really fun that way. And you're all having a beer or something. And just some of you might catch one g- space alien. Some of you might catch something going on with another space alien. Some of you might catch some of the words. Some of you might catch some of the other words. And should say also the words are also from like public domain stuff. There was like a philosophy textbook from the 1920s like the history of philosophy up to that point in history and so there's a lot of great phrases that have to do with cognition and uh, consciousness and stuff like that that found their way into the film and also some great phrases from old h.g wells uh sci-fi books like uh, um war of the worlds and stuff like that just weird science phrases that, that you can just throw in and make people think
0: right and they don't always necessarily don't you know, people listening? Don't plan to try to understand the film this way. But they, the words don't al- always necessarily go with the image. So don't try to don't try to founder your way through using that clue. It's not going to work.
1: <laughs> they, they are, in fact, quite randomly assigned to the images, which I thought you know. Let people try to figure out a meaning to that. I I'm I'm, I'm always interested in hearing people's theories about stuff I make. So
0: this is the kind of film like. It should have almost its own, uh, what do you call them back in the day, chat board or whatever, you know, where people go on, (laughs) talk about it. They argue with each other because that's not what they thought. And it just, it, it, yeah. Oh my God. There's
1: going to be a subreddit now, isn't there? (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to, I'll have to um, monitor that if it comes up.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Right. Be like, wait a minute. What? (laughs) This is awesome. (laughs)
1: But- that's not <laughs> what I meant but thank you
0: <laughs> about alien sex but I'm glad that's what you took from it yeah
1: <laughs> sure, It's any, gonna be- anything you say it's in there yeah
0: <laughs> well isn't that um uh, what do you call it your interpretation that's what interpretation yeah. is all
1: about exactly
0: I do want to ask oh. do you remember what the winning question was on who wants to be a millionaire
1: what did you win on? <laughs> uh, the $100,000 question had to do with um, the 1992 Olympic men's basketball team from Lithuania. Oh, my God. And and who, but, but like a famous um, mus- American musician funded their uniforms because they didn't have oh. any. They had just become an independent country after the communism fell. And the weird thing about this is um, I knew this because I was living in Portland in 1992. And one of the players on Portland Trailblazers was one of the guys on the Lithuanian Olympic team that year. And I knew that Jerry Garcia, big basketball fan, apparently, back then, and and helped them with their uniforms because he heard about it. And, and yeah, so basically just live, because I was living in Portland in 1992 and read the newspaper that day. I remembered it like 15 years later or more when I was on millionaire so that was crazy
0: see it, it's just like it,
1: slumdog millionaire the rest of random things come up and then you suddenly you have you're faced with a question about it. like oh I know this because this X thing happened
0: well you know what I'll just like keep your ears open guys absorb information it, it might yeah. seem stupid or in my case it takes up so much brain space that you can't do algebra. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Candy eventually, but like, like you said, fifteen years later, you're you get the question. You're like, are you are you shooting me right now?
1: Is this a candid camera and not millionaire? What's going on?
0: Are you messing but, with me?
1: Um, and, and the funny thing is, I still had like my after I got that question, I still had like um like a lifeline left. I was able to like say it at the two hundred fifty thousand dollar question, and it was like. Might as well have been in Latin or something. I was like, no, not answering that. So I saw the $500,000 question. And I'm like, don't know that either. I'm walking with my $100,000. And then um, they they showed me the million dollar question. And that was like even more like, in, well, I don't even know what this question is asking. <laughs> like, what, what is this? So I stopped, I, got, I did as well as I possibly could have, which is good to know that I couldn't, you know, I don't have this regret, like, oh, maybe if I'd gotten the million dollar, seen the million dollar question, I could have gotten it. Like, I I saw it. I had no idea.
0: That's crazy.
1: It's nice to have that closure of, like, you did as well as you could.
0: Yeah, I think, and I think, honestly, I think that would be the hardest part for me if I was on a game show, is when it comes to that point where you're, like, like watching it, like, we watched the game show, and watching it where they're, like, do you want to hold, or do you want to go, and they're, like, let's go, and I'm, like, Oh, <laughs> take your money crippling <laughs> <I, laughs> like indecisiveness of like should I stay or should I go
1: yeah yeah these days on Jeopardy see a lot more people doing like actual daily doubles like wagering all of their money and it's like uh, <laughs> I get very stressed out watching that as a viewer
0: it's insane and it's like uh, some of these game shows just to go off tangent for a second some of these game shows the prize is I don't want to say only like $10,000, but it's only $10,000 oh, yeah. and I'm still just as invested.
1: <laughs> so- yes, yes, yes. It's yes, on Game Show Network. I watch like some of those shows and they're yeah, the, the $10,000 it, and it's just as stressful as Millionaire. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> now, it, it's not on Game Show Network, but my favorite game show to watch and it's probably been off the air for maybe 30 years is uh, Supermarket Sweep. <laughs>
1: oh, I remember that. I-
0: I would do they, so they, good.
1: i think i think they brought it back briefly a few years ago
0: i think you got the question that you were supposed to get and it was the dollar amount that you were supposed to get because think about it if you would have won a million what would you have made would it not have yeah. been as good because you over invested your funds into it or whatever because you can spend too much money on a film we know this we <laughs> we've yeah, seen it oh
1: yeah you see that you know it's <laughs> it's interesting because you know i as an artist of, of uh, any kind of art I make film or whatever, you know, it, it, those, those, um, those, those, those like not roadblocks, but just like, like having like barriers or whatever, like you can only do, you have to work around things. You have to work around basically to make your art. And those can be really um, just, just, just spur your creativity. So I only have $10,000. How do I make the most of that? And then and you figure out ways to make, to get you know maybe you know get some stuff for free or get your friends who are actors to kind of help out in exchange for other stuff and you, you just you know when you have those restrictions you figure out ways around them that can sometimes make to lead to really good creative stuff and a lot of indie movies especially the low budget ones really take advantage of that And i've seen some really great ones
0: well necessity is the mother of invention they say so.
1: yes <laughs> that is so true
0: well, speaking of art and uh, working around barriers and being incredibly creative, what's up next for you?
1: Um, I just finished a short film called Can We Really Know Anything About Carrots? And oh, that so- short film, I made that short film using um, artificial intelligence. I used an AI to make the art and i use chat gp to help me write the script and the music is generate from generative fm and it's one of the the narration is one of the voices off my laptop Um, just wanted to go the full computerized basically and it's funny because when i started the film like late last year ai was just like stupid it was just this goofy technology where you would get a person with three arms and there's eight fingers on each hand and maybe there's an ear in the middle of her forehead and it was just so wonderfully daft and silly i wanted to make something out of it but then by the time and chat gpt was like no better Uh, in terms of the answers it would spit back at you by the time i finished the film six months later all both both those were like much um better technologically wise and also like suddenly like ai was not this goofy thing but this evil thing that was going to steal a lot of jobs from uh creative people and like oh well i think i missed my timing on releasing that one (laughs) but um so i'm sending but i am sending out to a few festivals who've supported my work in the past and it, it will world premiere in december down in corpus christi at south texas underground film festival you know, I hope people take it in the spirit that I made it, which is that you know you could this is um, you could do some really silly, fun stuff with this technology, and it's not perfect. It's it, you can play with its uh, imperfections and make something that's a little goofy and silly. I don't right.
0: know. And even a potential like uh, warning, <laughs> like a potential warning yeah. of like, and saying what you just said. Like when I started, I thought it was a joke, but now it's kind of how. <laughs> quickly and how much it's improved so
1: yes yes
0: there might have been right we're just saying
1: (laughs) yeah and as i was making the technology was improving i consciously kept using the older oldest version of it i could so i could keep getting the the silly art that i was enjoying instead of getting the better and better and better art that was starting to come out some really i've seen some people do some really stunning amazing stuff with the ai art that is but this is more goofy.
0: Right. And you were trying to, like, show that. And then you're like, crap. And then your computer starts talking to you. And you're like, ah! I'm-.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: It sounds amazing. And, like, I think it... You might have missed the timing on the funny of it. But I think you're just in time for the holy crap of it. If that that makes could sense. be.
1: That could be. Yeah. And also, just you know, putting it out there: hey, this is kind of a parody. This is just for fun. No jobs were stolen <laughs> to make this movie, and stuff yeah. like that. And I think I think people are, are will hopefully take it in the right spirit.
0: Right, right. And I, because so I've got is... friends, you know,
1: write, writers who are like on the picket lines against the studios, and they're and AI is a huge issue with with that whole uh, negotiation right now. So I don't want to offend them in any way
0: absolutely absolutely well five thousand space aliens uh zooming at your tv screens november 21st uh scott it's been amazing can people follow you
1: yeah i am um i'm not on twitter very much anymore because it's kind of a hellhole but i am on their scott bateman man and then i'm also on instagram at scott bateman just my name and there's this new um social called Blue Sky, which I think is still invitation only, but some people are on there. And I'm at Scott Bateman on there as well. And one more uh, on Letterboxd, which is my favorite social site these days. People just uh, logging the movies they watch, commenting on reviews and stuff like that. It's a lot of fun. I'm at Scott Bateman there as well.
0: Perfect. Alrighty, but it's been amazing talking to you. The film is wild. (laughs)
1: oh thank you i'm glad you got a chance to see it because i'm I'm just happy that people are seeing it and enjoying it and and uh, just yeah so thrilled
0: absolutely i appreciate it
1: thank you thank you very much great to be here
0: i hope that uh we will keep in touch because we'll come back and we'll talk about carrots later
1: (laughs) oh that would be fantastic yes (laughs) because what can we really know about them if anything
0: i mean they grow (laughs) underground they're so secretive
1: i know it's sneaky what are they planning
0: what are they planning exactly it's attack of the killer parrots. but i know you got to go so thank you so much scott
1: oh thank you so much it's great to good, good very good interview you're really you're you're really fun and good at this so i, I appreciate that
0: well i am a weirdo in that case
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the weirdos and nerds that's my people so
0: <laughs> my people my family uh, we'll talk to you again
1: you too take it easy Bye-bye.
0: This has been an Imagination production. Here at Imagination, you'll find book, film, television, and product reviews, as well as roundtable discussions, current events, and hot topics. We are advocates for equality and the freedom to be who you are, no matter what. Imagination gets its name from autism and imagination, two things that are very important to us. If you would like more information Uh, on Imagination and the podcasts that we host on our website, you can visit autimagination.org, A-U-T-I-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N.org. She knows the poison pulling me. She knows all about the drug. I plagiarize all my apologies, and they still weren't enough. I know, I know, I know that I should let her
1: go. But I don't, I don't, I don't seem to be in control. I ain't blind, I can't see. I'm killing her, and it's killing
0: I know, I know, I know that I should let her go But I don't, I don't, I don't seem to be in control I ain't blind, I can see, I'm killing her